Hi everyone, Demetrius McRae here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy the message. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome in this place. Holy Spirit, Thou art welcome. Palm Coast is with me now in NSB. Slip up your hands and say, Omnipotent Father of me, potent Father of mercy and grace, Thou art welcome in this place. You know, shortly before the Iron Curtain fell, there was a woman named Dottie Rambo who actually went over into Russia and for some reason they had invited her to come and sing. She's a great songwriter. She wrote songs like, We Shall Behold Him. If I just started naming the songs she wrote, you would know uh, the majority of them. She's a phenomenal, one of the greatest writers of her generation. But she had toured Russia singing. Imagine that, at the Iron Curtain. And I've been to Russia many times and been in the East, but she's sitting there about to take off on Aeroflot Airlines. That's the Russian Airlines. I've flown it many times in prayer. Come on, y'all. But she's there and she feels such a vacuum of the presence of God that in the Ukraine, in Belarusia, in Siberia, in Russia, in East Germany, I've been in all those different places. There was no witness of the Spirit at all. And she said, I sat there in that plane and I began to weep. And she said, the Holy Spirit began to speak to me. And she said, I started writing out this song, Holy Spirit, thou art welcome in this place. She said, I sat there in my seat and I began to sing it over all of Eastern Europe. Holy Spirit, thou art welcome. You know what happened within about 10 years of that? The Iron Curtain melted away. The Berlin Wall became a speed bump to the Holy Ghost, and Eastern Europe burned in revival. How many of you can say the same Holy Spirit that she spoke about is welcome in this place today? All right, if you're ready for the word, shout, I'm ready. Okay, stand for the reading of God's word on the campuses. I'm so glad to have you. Listen, here's what I know. God meets us at the level of our hunger. Is there anybody hungry for more of God today? Listen, I'm coming for you. It's going to be a dangerous message. I'm preaching again on the dove, on the Holy Spirit. The Bible says in Genesis 1, 1 and 2, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Some of you guys believe in the Big Bang Theory. I believe in the Big Bang Theory too. God spoke and bang, there it was. Hallelujah. The Bible said the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. Watch this. And the dove, the spirit of God, the spirit of God was moving. Somebody say moving 
over the face of the waters. And then in Genesis 8, I taught a little bit about this last week, 8 and 9. This is when Noah sent forth the dove from the ark to see if the waters had receded. And the Bible said he sent forth from himself a dove to see if the waters had receded from the face of the ground. But the dove, check this out now, found no resting place for the sole of her foot. So she returned into the ark to him for the waters were on the face of the whole earth. So he took her in his hand and he drew her back into the ark unto himself. He sent forth the dove. The dove tried to land but found no rest. Now, here was, here's what the Bible says in Ephesians 4.30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God by whom you are sealed until the day of redemption. The word grieve there means to cause wounds. It means to be heartbroken. Let me tell you, the most sensitive part of the Godhead is the dove. It's the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is easily grieved. He's easily chased out of a place. He's easily, he's easily moved from a room when he isn't welcome. And, and, and I want to preach for a few minutes along these lines when the dove cries. I'm going to tell you that I don't want to make the dove cry today. I don't want to wound him. I want to welcome him. How many of you can say, Pastor, I want to welcome him today? Slip up your hands. Spirit of God, release anointing and favor here and on all of our campus and the campuses and the people by live stream around the world and we'll give you praise. Dove, have your way in Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord the ovation of praise. You can be seated. I want to talk to you for a few minutes along these lines. When the dove cries, I, I taught you last week that the dove is an incredible emblem of the Holy Spirit. The dove in the Old Testament and the New Testament actually symbolize the Holy Spirit. And I want to tell you something about the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is more than just some heavenly force. That's what the Jehovah Witnesses say. They say it's just a force. No, he's, he's more than a force. And the Holy Spirit is more than an it. You don't define the Holy Spirit as an it. The Holy Spirit is properly defined as he. So on this generation that wants to get their pronouns right, you better get your pronouns right about the Holy Ghost. Can I get a witness? He's the third person in the Trinity who is every bit as much God as God himself. He's not some kind of lower version of God. He is every bit as much God as God himself. How many of you know that he was present at creation because the Bible said, let us make man in our own image. Yet if God would have been by himself in himself, he would have said, let me make man. But he said, let us make man. And the word us there is translated Elohim, which is is translated God's plural, most often God's three, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. So the Holy Spirit is not some kind of diminished uh, third string player in the Trinity. No, he's every bit as much God as God himself. He's omnipresent, omniscient, all-powerful. That means he's everywhere and he knows everything. Everything you're breaking your neck trying to figure out, the Holy Ghost already knows. And what did the Bible say? The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is in you. So do you know that you've got the omnipresent, omniscient, omnipotent God inside of you? And when he prays through you, you pray the mind and the will of God. That's why shackles fall, chains are released, cancer dries up. You pray about things you don't even know about because the Holy Spirit prays through you. Hallelujah. Anybody glad you're filled with the dove today? 
Now the first time we see him show up on the canvas of eternity is in Genesis 1-2. And it said, and the Spirit of God was moving, somebody say moving, over the face of the waters. The first time the Holy Ghost shows up, we see him doing something. He's moving. And I've come to let you know he has not changed. The Spirit of God that moved at creation is moving right now. Don't get it bent when the Holy Ghost shows up. He shows up to move. He doesn't show up just to hang out, but he walks in the room because he has an agenda to move. He'll move your children. He'll move your cancer. He'll move your problem. He'll move your depression. How many of you can say, Lord, come on in this place and move? Hallelujah. How many of you would like him to move in your house? How many of you like him to move on your family? So you got to understand something about the Holy Spirit. Don't get it bent. The Spirit of God moves. And that's why I want to be a part of a church where God is moving. I don't, I don't, let me tell you something. We need the moving of the Holy Ghost more than we ever have. And, and the truth is, y'all, the word moving there is a real powerful word. If you look at it in the Hebrew, it means to hover. It means to flutter. It means to brood over. It means to shake. Like a bird hovering over her nest. Like a bird brooding over her nest. Like a dove. Dove. Come on, somebody. It's like a dove hovering, fluttering, and brooding, much like a bird, as I said. And one of the most powerful emblems is a dove. Now, an emblem reminds us of the Spirit of God. Oil is an emblem of the Holy Spirit. You study your Bible, you'll find out that, that water is an emblem of the Holy Spirit, and the wind is an emblem of the Holy Spirit. Their characteristics show us in the natural. They reflect the characteristics of the Holy Spirit. But the most one of the most powerful emblems is the dove. And the first thing you need to know about the dove is this. He wants to come into your life and he wants to move. And the Bible says, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. I believe that there are some ways in this day and age that we are living in whereby we are grieving the Holy Spirit, whereby we make the dove cry. You say, well, Pastor Rayleigh, when does the dove cry? The first way the dove cries or the first reason the dove cries is this. The dove cries when he finds no place to rest the sole of his foot. The Bible says in Genesis 8 9, and the dove found no resting place for the sole of her foot and she returned to the ark. Now here we see the ending stages of the flood. You remember the great flood. I believe the entire Bible. How many of you believe the entire Bible? Come on. Okay, that's about half of you. I said, how many radical people believe the entire Bible? Okay. So at the ending stages of the flood, Noah sent forth the dove from the ark to see if the waters had receded. He sent forth the uh, dove because he did not want to make a move forward until he sent forth the dove. And we are living in a day when we must have the dove, the Holy Spirit going before us. I don't want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything unless I get the the dove out in front of me. I want the Holy Spirit to go before me and prepare the way. I want the Holy Spirit to be out in front of me. I don't want to make a decision without the dove. I don't want to sign a loan without the dove. I, come on, I don't want to. Come on, young person, you don't need to date without the dove going before you. Some of you young people better be careful because you're making permanent decisions with temporary people. 
You got to get the dove out in front of you and you got to live right. And I'm going to tell you that virtue is still necessary. And virgin is not a dirty word. Can I get a witness? You got to send the dove before you. You got to take him with you. If you got to take your Bible with you, when you go out on a date, take it with you. Take the family Bible. When I was growing up, my mama had a family Bible. It was huge, y'all. It was like this. It sat on the coffee table. We didn't need a gun. We could take you out with the family Bible. Come on. If you got to take that family Bible with you out on that date, take it with you. How many of you know that rascal will have trouble crawling over Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John? Can I get a witness? I'm trying to tell you, I don't want to do anything unless the dove goes before me. I don't want to start a campus. I don't want to make a decision. Some of you right now, you're in trouble because you did some things without the dove going before you, but it's a new season. God is going before his people and making a way. If you believe it, come on and give him praise. We must not move without the leading of the spirit and we must be spirit led to be spirit fed. Noah sent forth the dove from the ark but when the dove tried to land, he hovered, he fluttered, he brooded. Just like he did in Genesis, that dove in the natural, he hovered, fluttered, and brooded. He looked for a place to land on planet Earth, but he could find nowhere to land because the Earth was occupied with other things. There was no room for the dove to land because everything was full of everything else. So the Bible says that when the dove hovered, fluttered, and brooded, he looked for a place to land but could find no rest place that he came back to the ark and Noah took him in and he went back to whence he had come because there was no room for him to land now I submit to you this morning that just as Noah sent forth an earthly dove so has the king of glory Jesus Christ sent forth the heavenly dove the heavenly dove has been sent forth from glory he hovers he flutters he broods he looks for a place to land he's hovering and fluttering and brooding over this house today he's in America and around the world he's hovering and fluttering and brooding and wanting to land in churches he's wanting to land on preachers he's wanting to land on families but the problem is the dove hovers he flutters and he broods you could probably hear his wings fluttering against the stained glass windows trying to get into our profession religious circles but there's not room for the dove because the service is occupied with other things even though he's hovering and fluttering and brooding there's not room for the dove because just like that earthly dove couldn't rest his foot because there was no room I'm afraid that in a lot of churches there's no room for the dove to land help me Holy Ghost I'm afraid that in a lot of ministries there's no room for the dove we got room for the announcements we got room for sister so and so to sing we got room to give so and so a plaque we got room come on we got room for our agendas we got room for our service orders but we don't have room for the dove but I finally come to a place in my life where I say Lord tear everything up that gets in your way and don't just hover and flutter and brood but land in this church Come on, land in Palm Coast, land in New Smyrna Beach, land in Panama City, land in Orlando, land in Racine, Wisconsin, land in Kentucky. How many of you can say, Lord, land right here in Ormond? Can I get a witness?
See, my thing is this. If the dove is going to land, I want him to land here. And I don't, anything less than the dove is lesser. Come on now. Anything less than a manifestation of the Spirit of God is a lesser thing. I've come to blow the trumpet in Zion. <laughs> now, y'all know I'm a Pentecostal preacher, right? So I say Pentecost at any cost. I want a fresh glimpse of the dove. Who wants a fresh glimpse of the dove today? Anybody? Now, how about our own personal lives? How many times has he come over your life and he's hovered and he broods and he flutters over your life? But so often our lives are occupied with other things. We have room for our careers. Come on, somebody. We've got room for Facebook. We've got room. You help me, Holy Spirit. We got room for Instagram. We got we got room for TikTok. We got room for social media. We got room for movies. We got room for fun. We got room for pleasures. But have we made room for the dove? Have we said, Dove, I want you to come into my life? See, the dove is hovering and fluttering over each of us today. The question is, can he find a place to rest? Can you really say, dove, if you're going to land on somebody? Oh, come on, just do like this, they land on me. Yeah, yeah, if you're going to land on somebody, don't hover, don't flutter, don't brood, don't see my life occupied with other things. But if you're going to land on somebody, X marks the spot. You land right here. Come on. Come on. How many of you want the dove to land on you? Oh, listen, 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 listen. You don't have to tell him. You don't have to go to another seat. You don't have to go to another row. You don't have to go to another aisle. You don't have to go to another church. You don't have to go to another city. If you're going to land, <laughs> land right here on me. Amen. But here's the key, precious. Here's what I'm after. We don't want the dove to just come. We want the dove to stay. I don't want him just to come and make a cameo appearance. Come on, y'all. Guest starring. Cameo, no, no, no. I want the dove every time we get together. I want us to experience the dove on every campus. I don't want just a cameo appearance. I want the Holy Spirit to come and I want him to stay. But the problem is much of the church is filled with professional Christians. Much of the church in America is filled with churchianity. We go through the motions without knowing the spirit of God. And in churches across America and around the world and in every town, there's every conceivable problem that came to the building. AIDS is in the building, divorce is in the building, suicide is in the building, depression is in the building, anger is in the building, bitterness is in the building, rebellion is in the building, rage is in the building, Sexual issues are in the building. Brokenness is in the building. Struggle is in the building. And I'm telling you that man's methodology and man's power and man's strength can set none of these people free. But if you get the dove in the house, everything can shift and everything can change. The answer to it all is the dove. I said the answer to it all is the dove. If you believe that, stop and give God a praise right now.
So that's why we can't afford to hold out the answer. That's why I do you no good if I'm just a guy that can stand up here and preach a good message but don't know anything about entertaining the dove. I believe that there's a difference in this house. I believe that there's some people here today, you don't want the dove just to hover over you. You have crossed the line. You're saying, dove, come on in. Spirit of God, don't just chill me and thrill me. Feel me and heal me. Come on, somebody. Change my life. I want him to do more than hover, flutter, or brood. I want him to move in. <laughs> I want him to move in. Hallelujah. Some are, some are happy with just a hovering and a fluttering and a brooding and a little touch and a little encounter, but not me. I'm telling you, I'm going to get more radical. How about that? You think I'm radical now? Wait till five years. In five years, I'll be 44. Buddy, I'm going to be dancing all over this. <laughs> I wish. Come on. I want more than just a good service. We need the power of the Holy Spirit to come and rest in our lives. The Bible said when the day of Pentecost had fully come, that they were with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house. Somebody say the whole house. The whole house in Palm Coast, the whole house in New Smyrna, the whole house in Ormond. Now watch this verse three. Then there appeared to them divided various cloven tongues as of fire. There it is, and one sat down on each of them. The house shook, the wind blew, the dove huttered, hovered, the blood dove fluttered and he brooded, but then he sat down on each of them. You say, Pastor Rayleigh, what do we need? We need the dove to sit down in this place. Come on now, I want America to know that in Ormond Beach, in Palm Coast, in New Smyrna, there is a place where the dove sits down. Every time we're together, he's in the room. Hallelujah, we'll get people out of the way. We'll get agendas out of the way. We'll get schedules out of the way. We'll get compromises out of the way. Come on, we'll get preachers out of the way. We'll get religious folk out of the way. We'll get performers out of the way. Whatever it takes, who wants the dove? If that's you, come on, give him praise. He came on in and he, and he sat down. Come on now. Holy Ghost, just sit on me. The Bible said suddenly. Somebody say suddenly. Listen, when I was growing up, I was, I was large and in charge. My mother never brought me slim clothes, like a six slim. I was always husky. Some of y'all don't know about clothes called husky clothes, but I always wore the husky clothes because I was a big boy. I was a little round. Come on, y'all. I, I like to eat then, and I like to eat now. Come on. So my mom always brought me husky clothes, and I used to run with a bunch of boys, and we played sports and, and ball and, and, and things like that. They called me, in, in, in baseball, they called me speedball because I would hit the ball to the fence and get the first base because I wasn't real fast. Can I get a witness in the house? And everybody knew I wasn't real fast. And so they would come up and my buddies would hit me and run. They would hit me and run because they knew if they ran away from me, I probably couldn't catch them. But see, though, I, what I lacked in fastness, I made up for in suddenness. 
Oh, come on, somebody. What I lacked in speed, I made up for with suddenness. They would hit me like that, and they would run, and I would remember it, though. And then they would get by me, and when they least expected it, I would grab them by the arm. I'd get them on the ground and sit on them, and it wasn't over till it was over. I'm telling you, I'm at a place right now where I say, Lord, come on in here and sit on me. Sit on me and change me forever. Sit on my church, sit on my campuses, hallelujah, sit on us. Now, there, there are several ways that you will handle the dove in your life. When the Holy Spirit tries to come and make himself real, there, there are a number of ways that people process that. There are a number of ways that people handle that. Now, there are some people... They're the, they're the dove watchers. Come on, where's my binoculars? When, when the Holy Spirit starts moving, they're like, well, would you look at that? Man, look at her shout. Come on, somebody. The Bible said in Matthew 19, 16, that there was, that behold, there was one that came to him and said, good teacher, what good things shall we do that, he, that, I, that, that should I do that I should have eternal life? So he said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. But if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. He said, which ones? He said, don't murder, commit adultery, don't steal, don't bear false witness, honor your father and mother. You'll love your neighbor as yourself. And the young man said, hey, I got that on lock. I'm already doing that. All these things I've kept since youth. What else do I like? And Jesus said, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you got and give it to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. But when the young man heard that saying, he went away sorrowful because he had many possessions. See, here's a prime time example of someone who wanted to be a bird watcher, a dove watcher. He wanted to see the miracles. He wanted to see the breakthroughs. He wanted to see all these great things happen. But when it came right down to abandoning it all and going after Jesus. He said, I got too many possessions. Here's the question, y'all. What in the world did he have that even compared to who stood before him? Let me tell you, I've lived long enough now where I've got some blessings in my life. Uh, don't hate me for it. God's been good to me, and he ain't through being good to me. Come on, somebody. I've, I've seen the Lord bless my life, and I'm grateful for that. But I want you to know right up front, I don't live in anything. I don't drive anything. I don't wear anything. I don't own anything that compares to the Jesus that I serve. Ha, hallelujah. How many of you can say there ain't nobody like Jesus? Jesus. Come on, Palm Coast. Come on in SBI. How y'all say there's nothing like the Lord? When it came right down to it, this man would rather see than be. He wanted to watch it, but he didn't want to count the cost. And the truth is, we got people who come to church, and when the dove begins to move, they're just, oh, look at that. Well, can you see that? My goodness gracious. Come on, somebody. Look at her shouting. Oh, she just fell out. Look over there. Yeah, look up. Oh. Yeah, you look at that. That one, she's going after. Yes, she is. Look at him. There he dancing. They hugging. Oh, my goodness. Look at there. They, they haven't, what, what in the world? is? And they just sit there and they spectate and they watch it and they really have no desire to get in it. Some of y'all just sit around like this. Look at her dance. My Lord, it don't take all that. 
Come on, I grew up where you had the joy police. Do y'all know what the joy police is? That's when somebody would really get free in church and begin to worship the Lord. There was always these three women, older women who were assigned to get that one that was praising God and dance her back to her seat. Come on, somebody, and help her. I know that's old time Pentecost right now, but they'd get her back to her seat. And I remember one lady, Christine Clyde. Buddy, she would get so blessed, and they'd try to dance her back to her seat, and she'd start trying to sit down, and she'd start thinking about the goodness of Jesus and everything he had done for her and she'd shout again hallelujah see see the truth is y'all I don't want to just see God move I don't want to just be a witness of God moving no I want to get in it I want to get in it whatever you want how many of you can say I want to be more than a dove watcher We must do more than see someone else experience the Holy Spirit. We must experience him ourselves. And I want you to understand that you don't experience the Holy Spirit because you are worthy. You experience the Holy Spirit because Jesus made a way for you. Hallelujah. So, so there's the dove watcher. Some of y'all are dove watchers. Well, that's the wrong end. How about you? Huh, everything got smaller then. I'm going to look at this when I look in the mirror. Come on, y'all. See, I'm getting skinny up in here. Hallelujah. There's the dove watcher, but then number two, there's the dove hunter. See, they want to kill the dove. They, they, they don't desire the dove. They want to consume anything that he does. And the Bible said in Philippians 5:19, quench not the Holy Spirit. The word quench there literally means to extinguish, like to put out a fire, to stifle divine influence. How many of you know that there are churches around the world that are filled with people who want to quench the Spirit of God? They want to put out the fire. Some of y'all say, well, Pastor Reddy, I go to your church and it gets a little bit radical. Aren't you afraid of wildfire? I've never been afraid of wildfire. I'd rather have wildfire than no fire. Come on, I can tone down a fanatic, but I don't know, it's hard to resurrect a corpse. Can I get a witness in the house? Quench not the Holy Spirit. Do not extinguish what the Lord wants to do. And there are people and their agenda, the moment God begins to manifest, they get out their gospel gun. Come on now, where's my gun at? They get out their gospel gun and they just criticize everything. Come on, y'all, I got my BB gun so I can't really hurt nobody and it's not loaded in the safety zone. Come on. They pull out their gospel gun. Come on, somebody. The moment the Holy Spirit begins to move, they say, my Lord, would you look at that? It don't take all that shouting. Why in the world is he weeping? Why does pastor always give altar calls? We are ready to go. We want to get to the cracker barrel. Oh, y'all ain't saying nothing. Why is she, why is she shouting like, why is she shouting like that? Why does Courtney dance the whole time? Just dance up here and we've got to feel like I'm trying to work out. My Lord, I, I don't take all that and there's some people. The only reason that they even are in the kingdom is because they have the spirit of a Pharisee. Come on, somebody. 
They, they, they crawl social media with the spirit of a Pharisee. They look at every worship service with the spirit of a Pharisee. There were several different sects of Pharisees. And if you know the truth about Pharisees, there was one sect that they wore a sword in their belt. And if you ever disagreed with them, they pulled out their swords and they tried to kill you. And I'm afraid that in America and around the world, one of the things that's holding back revival is that there's a Pharisee spirit that has taken hold of so many churches. Oh, I'm going to go ahead and preach whether you say amen or not. People get on my social media and they, they carry on. Why you let people dance? Why you let people shout? Why don't you just keep scrolling in the name of Jesus? Come on. If you don't like it, come on, somebody. My daughter was leading worship in Panama City at our campus there, and she was dancing all over the place. And I know that there were people who got tied in their lower extremities. Come on, somebody. They were drawing all up, and Courtney stood up, and she said, I know some of y'all say this is hype, and it would be hype if I was doing it for you. But since I'm not doing it for you and I'm doing it for him, it is praise. I'm telling you, I've had about all I can stand of people criticizing worshipers and criticizing prayers. It is time for the church to rise up and say, come on in, Doug. Spirit of a Pharisee. Come on now. Got your titles, but you're a spirit of a Pharisee. But here's the good news, I'll do a pharisectomy. Can I get a witness in the house? These people, these Pharisees, y'all, they, they, they knew the word. They could quote the first five books of the Bible. They understood the word, but when it came right down to it, when the manifested Jesus appeared, they did not even recognize him. And I'm going to tell you, honey, I have prayed too hard. I have sought God too much. I have pursued him too fervently in this season that we have been in to, to make him feel like a stranger in his own place. My agenda is this. We're not gonna watch him. We're not gonna wound him, but we're gonna welcome him. We want him to come and we want him to have his way. Put down your weapon and lift up your hands and say let me be the one who will entertain the dove just just real quick if you want to entertain the dove you don't want to wound him you you you, you don't you, you you don't want to watch him but you want to welcome him just give him a praise right now come on come on come on hallelujah yeah Y'all, I gotta finish, but I feel it, yeah, yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm, I'm sorry if you didn't like that. Yeah, but tell your neighbor it wasn't for you anyway. Yeah, yeah, this shout ain't for you. This clap ain't for you. This dance ain't for you. This hallelujah ain't for you. This thank you, Jesus, ain't for you. You ain't got nothing to do with these tears. Hey, it's about the dove. The Holy Ghost is in my life. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Now, now watch this. You got the dove watcher. You got the dove hunter. But then, number three, you got the dove catcher. Close it up. You got the dove catcher. Are there any dove catchers in the house? Now, now watch this. The dove catcher <laughs> comes with a different agenda. <laughs> the dove catcher walks in the house and says, my goodness, where is he? <laughs> the dove is here. Oh, let me catch him. I'm serious about, oh, yeah. let, 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 me, let me get to that dove. Let me, oh, let me, let me get him. Oh, well, does he like my shout? Hallelujah. <laughs> Does he like my clap? Well, glory to God. See, there's some in this room right now, and baby, you are in pursuit of the dove. The dove hunter is allergic to the dove, but the dove catcher is addicted to the dove. Yeah. Is there anybody in Palm Coast, in New Smyrna, in Ormond Beach that can say, Jim Rayleigh, I'm right there with you. We want the Holy Ghost in our lives. We want the dove. Come on, are there any dove catchers? Come on, I'm looking for the dove catchers. Where are the dove catchers? I'm here, Lord, have your way. I'm here, Lord, have your way. I want you, Lord. I want you to move. I'm in pursuit of you. I'm after you. Are you in the balcony? Are you back in overflow? Some of y'all, that's why you came to Calvary. That's why you're here today. You're not here because you got that pastor, or you like this, or you like the building. No, you heard that the job was in the house and you said, let me get to where the dove is. If you wanna be a dove catcher, open up your mouth and give God a praise right now on every campus. Come on NSB, come on Park Coast, come on Ormond Beach, come on in your house. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. I'm after the dove. I want to catch him. Oh, if you're going to move, come right here. I want to catch you and have you land on me. I don't want to be a, I don't want to be a dove watcher where I just want to kind of witness what God is doing. I don't want to be a dove hunter and have the spirit of a Pharisee and be critical of anything that makes me uncomfortable. Because here's the truth, I've said it before and I'll say it again. We ask the Holy Spirit to have his way. And if we're going to ask the Holy Spirit to have his way, that means we don't get to have our way. Okay, preachers. Now, Here's what's amazing to me. I'm gonna to try to land this plane. Paul has been in jail. He's uh, struggling in Philippians. He, when he wrote the book of Philippians, 
he was actually in jail awaiting death by beheading. And he was coming to the end of his life. And in that moment, he said, rejoice in the Lord always, Philippians 4.13. And again, I say rejoice. Hallelujah. How can you rejoice in prison? How can you rejoice with a death sentence? You can rejoice because what's in you is greater than what you're in. <laughs> but Paul said something very amazing. Paul said these words that just electrified my spirit. Listen, Palm Coast. Don't miss this NSB. You watching at your house. Oh, I got news for you. He'll come right into your room. He'll come right into your bedroom. He'll walk right into your living room right now. He'll hover, flutter, brood, and land on you right now. So Paul pens these words. He said, not as though I have already attained, either already made perfect. He said, but I follow after. He said, I'm not the president of I've got it going on committee. Come on now. He said, I'm in the process. I follow after. Watch this, that I may apprehend. He said, I'm trying to catch him. I'm trying to apprehend him. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to get him. I'm, apprehend means to possess and make my own. He said, I'm trying to possess him. I'm trying to make him my own. He said that I may apprehend. Now, don't miss this. I follow after him that if I may apprehend that for which I am also apprehended. He said, I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to apprehend him. I'm the hunter and he's the prey. I'm trying to get him. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to possess him and make him my own. I follow after. In the Greek, that means I pursue, I run after. I get radical about it because I'm trying to apprehend him. I'm trying to make him my own. But then he says something that is almost shocking in the text. It's almost unreal and unfathomable because he said, I'm trying to apprehend the one from whom I have been apprehended. He said, I thought I was the hunter and he was the prey. I thought I was trying to catch him, but here's what happened. I thought I was the one in pursuit, but I never was the one in pursuit of him. He was always the one that was in pursuit of me. Oh, I thought I was the hunter and he was the prey, but the prey took the hunter. Oh, he took me. How many of you today can say, Pastor, I have been apprehended by the one I was trying to apprehend. I was trying to get him and he got me. I thought I was after him, but all the while he was after me. I thought I was doing all the pursuing, but it was him. It was his drawing. It was his goodness. It was his grace. It was his faithfulness. It was his peace. It was his love. 
I didn't get him because of myself. I get him because I say, Lord, if there's somebody that wants to be apprehended by the one you've been trying to apprehend get on your feet right now and give God a praise I said give God a praise I said give God a praise Come here, young. There's three, three guys right here. Y'all want to be preachers. Come on, take this right here. I want you to run around. I want you to try to come on. Come on, that's what's going to make you a preacher. That's what's going to make you a minister of the gospel. Come on. Come on. How about you? I want you to run around now. I want you to run around. I'll, come on, how about you run around now and get after it. That's what preachers need. That's what we gotta have. Now all three of y'all get up here right now. All three of you guys that are running. Get up here right now. Run to the front. You think you're running after him? You think you did this? You think you called yourself? But the Lord said no. While you thought you were apprehending me, I was apprehending you. God's about to catch a generation. The Holy Ghost is about to catch a generation. Somebody ought to open up your mouth. Somebody ought to give God praise. I've been apprehended. Oh, tell somebody next to you, I'm sorry if I bother you. Come on, tell them I'm sorry if I step on your shoes. I'm sorry if I shout too loud. But I've been caught. I've been caught. I've been caught. If you've been called one, two, three, I want you to give God a shout right now. You feel that shifting in the room? How many of you just felt the service go from zero to 200 just like that, bam? Know why that is? Uh, y'all girls get up here. All three of y'all girls right there, come on. I'm declaring young people on fire for God. I'm declaring that you're gonna be used by the Lord. I'm declaring young girls are going to be mighty women of God. I release the oil over you. I release it over you. There it is. There it is. There it is. There it is. Lord, let it flow over her. Use her in ways she never dreamed or imagined. Thank you for revival in this generation. We must realize then today that we are not just in pursuit of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in pursuit of us. Oh, he's after you. I said, he's after you. He's after that son. He's after that daughter. Come on, he's after. He's after people. But here's what I know as it relates to believers. The Lord meets us at the level of our hunger. 
she said I'm what you've been preaching about Sherry I release anointing and glory and breakthrough over your life I come against everything that's trying to discourage you I release a new season the Lord there it is a new season over you sister in Jesus mighty name in Jesus mighty name so, so somebody's got a lost son or a lost daughter right now and wave at me if that's you so we declare that they will be apprehended we declare they'll be apprehended just throw up your hands and say they're going to be apprehended they're going to be apprehended now if I know anything about the dove the dove always comes where he's welcome he always shows up where people love him that's why the Bible said grieve not the Holy Spirit because he's going to come and he's going to look for a place to land he's going to hover flutter rude some people are going to watch him some people are going to kill him some people are going to pursue him some people are going to welcome him hallelujah lord hallelujah i declare the dove is coming to palm coast in fact he'll be there tonight He's in the room right now, but he's going to be there tonight. I'm coming to New Smyrna next month for a revival service. The dove is moving all across Volusia and Flagler County. Mm. Let me tell you something, guys. Right now, the dove is in this room. He's hovering and fluttering and brooding. Before I finish this service, if you just want a fresh glimpse of the dove, I want you to slip up your hands right now. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Hallelujah to the Holy Ghost of God. I declare that this is your season to walk in new power. Palm Coast, New Smyrna, you at home, you here in Ormond. This is your season for the dove not to just hover or flutter or brood, but he lands in your life. He lands over your career. He lands over your children. He lands over your bank account. He lands over your mind. The dove lands. Somebody just say, land on me, dove. Come on, land on my family. Land on my son. Land on my daughter. Land on my church. Come on, land in Palm Coast. Land in Ormond Beach. Land in an SB. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Feel the Holy Spirit in here right now. Holy Spirit, you are. I'm going to finish up and slip up your hands and say, Come flood this place and feel the Your glory, Lord. Come on, Palm Coast. Come on in SB. It's what our hearts. Stand at your feet across the room. Most of you are already standing. You on the campus and stand if you're not standing. Even at home, I would stand up right at my house if I was watching at home. And I would just fill my house with worship. I'd fill my house with worship. I'd fill my house. 
with worship. Somebody raise up your hands and say, To be overcome. Somebody say, message. Man, the answer is in the dove. It's the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. 
So here's what I'm going to do on all campuses. I want everybody just for a moment to bow your heads and close your eyes. Today, the dove is in the room. Over somebody's life right now, he's hovering and fluttering and brooding. And you've had your life occupied with other things, other agendas. And he's wanted to land in your life, but your behavior, your sin, your compromise, your way of thinking has kept him from being fully who he needs to be for you. But today he's hovering and he's fluttering and he's brooding. See, you gotta understand that your answer is in allowing him to land. Your breakthrough is called up in him. So in this room and in every campus, if you're here today and you'd say, Pastor, there's some things in my life that ought not be there. Things that may keep the dove from landing the way he needs to land. So when you pray, Pastor, I want you to pray for me. If you're not where you need to be with the Lord, when I count to three, raise your hand. You say, Jim Rayleigh, since you're praying, pray for me. If that's you, one, slip up your hand. Pray for me, Pastor, two. Since you're praying anyway, I want to get anything out of the way that keeps me from you. Three, slip up your hand right now. Slip them up on campuses right now. I want to get any of the hindrance out of the way. I want to get anything of the flesh out of the way. I want to get, I want to get it out of the way. I'm going to lend you five more seconds. Hands in every section. I'm sure hands are up on campuses right now. Hands are even being raised at home right now. People watching. I'm lending you five more seconds. If you need to raise your hand, raise it up and keep it up. Five. Four, raise it up and hold it up if you raised it. Three, two, one. If you're serious about this and you want shifts in your life and you want the dove to land, I want to invite you to come forward and I'm going to pray with you. You won't come by yourself. If somebody next to you had their hand up or raised their hand, why don't you get them and you bring them with you if they're afraid to come? But people are going to move from across the room. You at campuses, you're moving right now. Come on. I dare you to give God a praise. People are coming by the dozens. People are coming by the dozens. Hallelujah. I said people are coming by the dozens. I said people are coming in dozens. Yes, they are. This is the shift you've been waiting for. This is the answer you've been looking for. Look at young people coming. Look at moms and dads coming. How about it in Palm Coast? How about it in SD? Are you ready for the dove to land? Don't stay there in your seat, but come to the front. All right. I want everybody in the room, I want you guys that are praying with them, hold off praying just for a second. And I want everybody in the house to take your hand and put it on your heart right now. And I want everybody here in Palm Coast and in NSB, I want you to pray this prayer after me. I want you to pray this loud and strong. We're all going to pray it together. Oh, man, look at this altar call. Scores of people have made it to the front. Hallelujah. This is why you got to let the dove land, Paul. This is why you got to preach like this and worship like this. This is why you give the way you give and you serve the way you serve. Because this is the benefits right here. People coming to know Jesus and love him more. So your hand on your heart, raise your other hand. Everybody pray this prayer after me. Pray, Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, I'm asking you, please forgive me for all my sins. Anything in my life that gets in your way, move it out of the way. Move my agenda. 
move my behavior, move any sin, move it out of the way. Jesus, I receive you now. And I say today, dove, don't just hover, don't just flutter, don't just brood, but raise up both hands and say, dove, land on me right here, right now, in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a praise. Give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. I said give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. So my altar workers, I want you to move out and lay hands on people. Guys, y'all stretch your hands toward them right now. I'm going to hand this off to my pastors, my campus guys. I love you all. Palm Coast, I'll see you tonight can't wait so I want you to stretch your hands toward these precious people so many who made a decision how many of you feel like this was for you today you know it was now I'm going to close the service out but I want to make a couple of announcements I will be in Palm Coast tonight if you'd like to come it's going to be straight revival we are doing Pastor's Appreciation on the 17th we got a lot going on I want you to be a part of it Stretch your hands out toward these, and I'm going to pray. And this will be our dismissal for you. But you in the front, let an altar worker get to you and pray with you, okay? If you need healing in your body, if you'll come to the front, our altar team will pray for you to be healed. But Father, I thank you for these people that came now. I thank you that the dove didn't hover, flutter, or brood, but he has landed. I thank you that he has landed over young men and young women, and their lives will never be the same again. I declare that they will never be the same again. I declare new seasons and new breakthroughs. Bless my friends in Jesus' name. And Father, I pray that you will move our church forward in revival. I pray, God, that you will awaken something on every campus that cannot be contained by the agenda of man. I pray, God, that you will move in such a way that prodigals come home, that sick folks get healed, that broken people get restored, and wounded people find hope in Jesus. Lord, thank you that the dove doesn't hover, flutter, or brood at Calvary, but he lands. Thank you for landing here today. We give your name the glory. And if you love it, come on, give him praise. If you accepted Jesus, just put salvation in the comment columns. I love you. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be a part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060, or you can give at calvaryfl.com give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also for you to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. Again, thank you for joining us.